Welcome to the good life. Uh. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Point of Difference podcast. I'm your host and coach of the Terrace Crew, Matt Ricks. State of Origin is in the bag for another year. What a game, Game 3 at Suncorp Stadium. What a series. Game 1 was incredible. Game 2 was a whitewash or a blue wash. And Game 3, the Maroons came back strongly to take the series in what can only be described as one of the greatest rugby league matches ever played. We've got a big show back on the pod tonight. Uh, there's so much fallout from State of Origin, super coach related. Uh, we're through the buyers, thank God. Some fared well, some fared, some didn't fare so well. We're going to unpack all of that tonight. Um, and joining me tonight, I've got two blokes who are fresh off a big origin. One's pretty sad, one couldn't care less, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, and it's a big welcome back to the pod pod all the way from London. Coach of the Casabonitas, Dan Ricks. Welcome back, Dan. Yeah, thank you, mate. I... I, I uh... I don't know if you were talking about me, who doesn't care, but um, it was. Oh, okay, sense. yeah. So no, I was. I was riding a riding a blues win home hard. Uh, I I loved it though. I thought it was a great great game. Uh, that second second half, the first fifteen minutes, I was like, "Geez, it must be ten minutes to go." But it's it was only fifteen minutes gone. There was so much going on, so much action. Bit of fisticuffs, which is good to see. Uh, and uh, yeah, just really enjoyed the intensity of it. It's really good. Yeah, I just couldn't. I was just so gripped from like I think I was just I was at the pub watching and I was uh, chatting to a mate and Kalen uh, Ponga made a break to start the second half about ninety seconds into the second half and then from that moment I was just like completely glued back to it for the for the remainder of the game. Just outstanding rugby league. Our second guest tonight, um, all the way from the south coast, the beautiful south coast of New South Wales, uh, coming out of a bit of a, a slumber and. Um, disappointment hole i suppose you would call it from last night it's big blues fill in and uh and big super coach hero uh coach of c-max shark attack chris chris good to have you back on the pod thanks for having me maddie yes it's been a tough day today uh it was rough uh, great game of footy but yeah um always get so excited for those deciders and always end up very upset you um you thought you had a tough day today. You told me pre-pod that you're uh, you're venturing on the train from Berry to um, North Sydney tomorrow to go to Taronga Zoo with yeah. how many kids? Yeah. Six, seven? <laughs> Not quite that many, but it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the trip. So yeah, you're right. I'll probably need a, a red or two tomorrow night watching the sharks after a big day at Taronga Zoo. Uh, training two bottles, fairies. yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it should be it should be a ripper day. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be earning my wine. Good stuff. Yeah. So let's, um, let's, we're going to got a huge show. As I said, we're going to crack into a little, just a quick origin recap. It was too good a game not to talk about. Um, go through the Queenstown update and the leagues update. Uh, going to give a quick overview of all the games, Matt, all the matches this round, uh, round 18. Uh, try and go through some origin fallout where possible in terms of who's playing and who's not. Um, and then we've got a big game of who would you rather, as per usual, to finish. Um, so the Queenstown update, Dan. Um, it's uh, he's not here to gloat, but uh, Tubes and Tubes and uh, the Podfather made a bit of a fight back this week. Yeah, well, I know, um, I know Tubes would be very disappointed not to be be on. We were we were definitely early crowing that we were it was done and dusted, three hundred plus points. But uh, 
Tubes has had, Tubes has had an absolute week. blinder this week uh, with thanks to uh, Moisa, Matty Moylan on the charge still, going well. Uh, He's got to be his pot of the oh, year, doesn't I mean, he? Has to be. You know, he backed him at, at six It's pretty much the only one he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a few yeah. good ones. He, uh, yeah, he obviously backed him to beat Pappenhausen last week and he outscored him by about 30, 30 points. I, I crushed think, him. So. Uh, yeah, so they did really well. I think uh, Tubes ended up with a 977. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, so the leader's right. been really cut down to, I think, 200 points now. It is 200. Yeah, I had an 817, so that was that was our top score, yeah. um, which I was like okay with 817, not a bad score, but a um, bit disappointing. Could have A few things could have gone my way. Dylan Brown, kick for Sean Lane. I bought Lane in and Captain Brown and – I don't know how they didn't award that try mm. uh, in the first five minutes. So it could have been anything, but still fuming yeah, about just, that one. Oh, mate, I'm I'm dead set fuming, and and I went and I went for Justin Olam instead of uh, Mike Sevo as a as a pod center wing option. So didn't quite work out for me, but I actually it worked out all right. Like in terms of everyone else, it seemed it was a really hard week. So I'm back up to 277th overall, gunning for that top hundred spot come the end of the year. Yeah, um, but full credit to Tubes, Tubes. He also bought in Latrell over Paps, so really, you know, smart call there for the week. I'm sure he'll get Paps in at some point. Yeah, he's done done really um, well. He got um, nine. He got the nine forty four, wasn't it, or nine nine seventy nine seventy seven? Jeez, yeah. yeah. And he captain, yeah. uh, kind of a pod captain in Cody, wasn't it? I think he's stri- no, he captain Latrell. Okay, uh, yeah. and obviously yeah. having Cody helped as well. Um, but uh, yeah, he's done well. My, my score of I was really gunning for seventeen, and just a few things didn't get my way, so I only had the standard amount of players. But seven forty points for the week still got me to go up two thousand spots to four thousand. Uh, I'll need some big pod decisions late in the uh, late in the year, though. With with your with your four remaining trades, exactly. yeah, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, quick update Quick update on the group code. So another big week of movement there. So group code, if anyone still wants to get involved, just for a bit of a look, 732654. Um, just while I pull up the um, the pod group, um, I've made a little bit of a rise there. I'm back up from seventh to third, so still gunning for it. And we've got a brand new leader, uh, Jared, coach of the Pink Sox. So congrats, Jared. Um, you're up the top now, uh, leading from the Darky Sharkies. Uh, coming second, junior. Uh, so well done, and I and then I'm third, and I'm. Oh, Pink Sox has got a quite a nice little lead now. He's he's about fifty ahead, so he might be hard to catch in the race for the chairman's lounge and the round of golf out at the lakes. Uh, last week's leader, Dom's Derricks, has dropped to fifth with a disappointing six seventy six. Um, but don't worry, Dom, you will bounce back. I'm just having a quick right. look at that in the background there. That there's a lot of people in the top thousand there. That's like fourteen or fifteen. That's that's really good going. Yeah, for, I mean, there's only there's only eighty people in it um, in the group. So to have that many kind of people up in the top top one k or even the top five hundred, there's seven in the top five hundred. And yeah, like you say, how many is that in the top thousand? Thirteen, fourteen. So pretty good going, really. And um, yeah, I'm hopefully hopefully you know, a few listeners out there have have been. Uh, you know, picked up a little bit. We don't get it right every week, but uh, hopefully we've helped the thinking a little bit along the way. How um, how close are you, uh, C Mac, to winning that chance? Um, I'm 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 eleventh, but okay. you know, six hundred ninety ninth overall, which I'm over the moon about. So that's what that's what I mean. It's um, 
Are you tracking for your highest finish? Um, yes. Yes, at the minute. But a bit and like Dan. And are you all... Are you eyes on the on the are you eyes on the high ranking finish or are you have you got a, like half an eye on head to head? I'm I'm half an eye on head to head. I'm I'm currently coming first in my cash head to head comp, so that's obviously pretty important because I like to get that get it over the boys. Yeah. Um. But um. You know. I I think if the high the higher you finish, the better team that you're going to have anyway. So it sort of works in. Thanks for the anyway. invite into that into that league, mate. That's next nice. year. You're um, there. Next year, yeah. Cheers. Tough school. I'm actually in our in our so a good segue into our ten team head to head league, um, the Pod Pod Gold, I think it we're called. Um, so this is our league. We're ranked third overall. We're maintaining, so we're doing quite well. We must have had a good week last week. Um, but just to show um, the crapshoot that some of these can be, Tubes is on top in that league. Um, <laughs> but and I'm tenth out of ten. In the, in the yeah, wow. but on, <laughs> on total points, I'm first and Tubes is ninth. Wow. So I don't know what's happened. That sort of sounds like a rig draw to me. But um, anyway. The cream will um, rise at the so, top. Yeah. They'll be in trouble at the back end. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. What about Andrew King? Put him in the second. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler. The juggler's come out at Brookie. All right, let's get into the uh, this week's games. Uh, so we got first game up, Cowboys versus Sharks up there at Townsville. Um, huge game for the Sharkies, looking for five in a row against a, a bit of a depleted Cowboys lineup. Um, so a bit of team news in that game. Tommy Dearden is out um, after Origin. He's replaced by Ben Hampton. Val Holmes won't play either. Um, so they're resting a couple. Uh, Tommy Gilbert does back up from Origin. Uh, Murray Talangi is still out. Uh, with COVID still going through protocols um, for the Sharkies, Hines and Rudolph return after this after their week out from COVID last week. Uh, just a couple others who are not playing there for the Cowboys. Nanai won't back up. Uh, Jordan McLean obviously injured as well. So Britton Nakora out through suspension for the Sharkies. Um, where do we want to start here, Dan? I think um, I think it's probably uh, probably a good place to start with Talakai. So Talakai. Uh, didn't cover himself in glory for the Blues last night. Um, uh, the I've just realised we uh, we've we've missed our Origin chat, but we'll come back to that mid pod. I think um, uh, Talakai had not his best game last night. He's been named today in the twenty four hour team list to come back via the bench. What does that do for Talakai as a um, as a hold versus sell prospect? I think I think he'll go back to centers after this week. I think it's purely bench. I mean, Connor, is it Connor Tracy that's replaced him in in that uh, yeah. center position? He's a very solid player. Uh, but I think just going on early years form, uh, they'll probably run be running Talakai. Ronaldo on that left edge, uh, which is a very potent attack. So I think he's just going to get reduced minutes this week. I definitely wouldn't play him in your seventeen. Uh, just because we know from previous years with Talakai off the bench, you, you're probably looking at about a 30-point score max if he doesn't do anything yep. spectacular. Uh, so I'd, I'd just be leaving him on the bench, but I wouldn't be selling him uh, at this time of year. I think he's still got a lot to give. Shark's jaw is very, very juicy. I think we were looking at that before, C-Mac. Yep. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more, Dan. This week, don't play him, but yeah, run home. After, I think the next... After the Cowboys, they've obviously looked Penrith, which is tough, and then it's a really nice run home for the Sharks, and he's got plenty of points on offer. So, yeah, not in your 17, but definitely holding. 
I feel like there is a little risk of um, him really dropping his bundle after that Origin game. Hopefully, he bounces back for the Sharks' sake. Hopefully, his confidence doesn't isn't dented too much. But um, yeah, I'll be holding. Um, I think he'll be a great, great asset to own as your fifth um, center wing option for the run home and play when you want to. And you know, if he's not looking the best, sit him. I think he's uh, he's a bit too cheap for me to sell at five thirty k. I think there's better sell options at that price in your teams. Uh, uh, another guy in that game who killed it last week, Dan, you flagged as a very super pod um, last week was Jesse Ramian, 130-odd points, hat-trick. How good? You'd be saying steering clear though now or would he be an option? Uh, I, I'd still steer clear. I mean, he's, he's a definite option if you don't have those other Sharky boys. So if you don't have Ronaldo, Talakai, uh, Katoa, uh, and you wanted to pick up a shark right now, I think Ramian's still a, still a very decent option. Uh, as I said last week, he was he was a bit flat the last few rounds, and Katoa was was outscoring him. But he's always he's one of those guys who's shown he can turn up uh, and 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 played really well. So I was I was glad for anyone who followed me in. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't bring him in myself. Just just don't have the trades to do that at this stage yeah. of the year. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Definitely an option if yeah, you don't I, have two, two or three of the Sharky's backs already. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, I mean, it's it's a bit of a case of last week's chasing last week's points for me. Um, all good, all well and good in a buy round, but I don't think he he's he's squeezing into your to your starting center wing spot. I think that there's better options around his price, and a few might get sucked into the to the to the cheap be. But I think if you buy him now, you're buying him for the season. Definitely. Would that be five twenty three k? Uh, you don't really want a center wing uh, that's that's um, that's above say 400k uh, unless you're keeping them for the rest of the year. Yep, yep. Chris uh, Scott Drinkwater, are you an owner or an I'm, admirer? I'm, I'm I'm an admirer. Drinky boy's been great. Um, tried to shuffle and juggle, and I just can't find a spot for him. Um, I'm yep. gonna watch. I'm gonna watch all year and go. Oh, I wish, because um, he has been great, yeah. and in a in a good Cowboys side this year, he's he's been great since they threw him at fullback. So, uh, not an owner, but um, if you were, you'd be happy. Yeah, I think he's an option. Um, in the he's not an option at fullback. I've currently got him at fullback, but with a plan to move him down to five eight next week. Um, really happy to own him. I think he's in the discussion for the Munster, um, deal bags, drinky. I think you want two out of those three. Chris, would you say that's yeah, bang on? Uh, yeah, bang on. Um, you know, obviously Cody Walker's probably the next, and he's uh, been hot and cold. Latrell being back might might help Cody, but yeah, he's definitely definitely a huge option at five eight. I think uh, Co- I think Cody's a level below. Given agreed. That run. Agreed. Yeah, I've got I'm I've got very Cody next week. I've got very strong feelings that um, Drinky is going to outscore Munster for the rest of the year. So. I'm uh, I'm actually really keen on bringing him in uh, when man fattens up, and I think after this week, Cowboys have a pretty delicious run the next few. So well, they got Tigers at home next week. Yeah, and you know I, we'll we'll talk about uh, Val I think in the next few weeks to come because he's a definite uh, keeper option in the center wing uh, who you probably want in your side for that game. Yep. But uh, I don't have any Cowboys, so I I am super keen on uh, Drinkwater. I think with the balance of players, got Grant and Pappenhausen for the Storm already, I'm pretty happy to lay Munster and see if Drinky can beat him for the run home. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, um, I like it. I'm not going to have Munster. I'm not going to have Munster back. Only, I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I've just got I've got Dylan Brown. I've got Drinky. Like I don't need 
that's a trade I don't need to make Definitely. with with limited trades left. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think and I think perfect scenario for the Cowboys is this week the Sharkies touch them up a bit up there and then they come out full strength fight up next week against home to the Tigers and Trinky just goes ballistic with Val. So I'm looking to get Val in for that game next week. I cannot wait to bring Val in for that game next week. And it's a really nice little pod center wing for the run home. I think he could easily be the top scoring center wing. And what about uh, Chad, young Chad Townsend, better for his run or better for his experience in the origin camp? Uh, you think he's... It was a bit too just... much for him. Didn't he get gastro? <laughs> started shitting himself? <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, I got absolutely nice. nothing. <laughs> no no interest Mom in the always run said if you, if, you can't, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough on Chad. Let's get on to it. Uh, next game, Eels Warriors, the uh, the late game tomorrow night, um, Friday night rather. Uh, Combank, geez, this is looks a tough tough ask for the for the um, for the Warriors who were off a big win home to the Tigers last start. Um, for the Eels, they've got um, Junior Paulo backing up from sorry Junior Paulo backing up from Origin, um, and they've reshuffled their bench a little bit so. Jake Arthur is on the bench, which not sure what that means for deal bags, but um, uh, and there's also no sign of Madison yet, so a um, little bit doing there at the Eels. Uh, and who's out at lock? Someone's out at lock too. Maradonia Kore is named to play lock, so um, wouldn't be surprised if he moves up to prop for Parlo and Nathan Brown starts at lock as well. Um, for the Warriors, there's not a lot doing there. Uh, Josh Curran starts at 12. Um, Tohu Harris is pushed up to the front row to cover their shortage in the middle. Um, and Ewan Aitken uh, gets another go there in the back row. Um, Ronald Volkman, DWZ are out. With I think they have COVID. Or DWZ certainly does, but yeah, Volkman might be injured. Um, not as much doing in this game. Dan, a couple of pods from the Warriors um, worth looking at. We flagged Josh Curran a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I, I like him as a super coach player. I think he's got he's an average defender in, in real NRL. Uh, but I think 80 minutes on the edge, if he gets back to that, he's a definite option yep. in that second row forward uh, position. We've talked about how, how flat it is this year. Uh, he can sniff out a try, so he's a little bit less boring than just, just your typical worker. Uh, I'd still be holding. I still want to see a little bit more from Tohu, uh, particularly now he's gone to the front row. Uh, I, yeah, I, I can't bring him in at this stage. I think maybe if he gets his fitness up back end of the season, he might become that sort of 70-point output in the back row as well. So we'll just wait and see. It's. I mean, you could get him, but I just feel like the, the upside's not there. He scored a try last game, and I think he managed 82, which is obviously a really, really good score. But um, I think if you're kind of going pod, you know, away from the obvious, you want so you want those guys who can turn up um, with a try. So I mean, it's too late now for the not, for him to get a dual status as well, isn't it? It's not. There's no more real dual changes for the year. So, if he was a second row, front row, forward option, uh, that would be great. But uh, yeah, just probably going to leave both of those guys alone. Probably prefer Curran out of the two if I if I was for some reason choosing those guys. Well, Curran's cheap, right? So he's four ninety five k. So if you can't, I think the thing there is, is uh, we've been talking in our in our WhatsApp group this week about you know trade targets for the rest of the season. This week more than any is really important to look forward to what kind of cash you're going to have and projecting out when you can get your trade targets in with cash. So if you do that and you're finding you're sort of thirty to fifty k short, Josh Curran is a bit of a cheap cheaper option in the second row that could match those those sort of high. 
he's he's well priced at a at a like about a fifty three fifty four. So um, I think he's an option if you if you've got to go cut price there. In the I think if you forward. if you're looking for value, you're getting those base guys who are going to be rock solid in your seventeen to score the points, and you can get them value at decent price. If you go and pod uh, for you know the guys that can ton up maybe in the center wing. Uh, then you, you're probably looking to pay a little bit overs for Current, them perhaps. Current's good because he's got the upside and he's also rock solid. Like he's a 60 minimum, isn't he? Like if he's as long as he plays that 80. Yeah, I think so. But 60, I mean, base base wise is a 50 uh, minimum. Uh, and then, yeah. you, and then he, he's got, he's got an offload in it. Uh, Chris, the Eels um, had a bit of a field day at the weekend against the Tigers. Mitchie, Mitchie Moses, 120. Oh, no, I think you're down right, actually, 115. Sevo, 79. And there was one other who scored quite well as well. I can't quite. Not bloody Panasini, I'll tell you that much. Not Panasini. IPAP. IPAP 90. IPAP 90, yeah. Yeah. And that, that actually hurt me because I captain Dillbags after it was a bit of a drama on the captains on the weekend. Put up that I was going to go Cody and then pulled out at the last minute. And went deal bags instead of high pap. You know what I nearly did as well? When Cody played, I nearly put him on the field just so I didn't have to decide between deal bags and IPAP the next day. Like just have no, make deal bags yeah. not an option. And I was like, oh, you know, I ne- you never know. I might want to go deal bags. And then I did. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, Eels, Eels looked really good. Um, uh, you wouldn't be really f- – I don't know, maybe you would. He's a bit of a pod, Mitch Moses, Chris, and he's, he's looking good. I had I started the year with Mitch Moses and he was great and then he did Mitch Moses and went back to his usual self but he's picked up again and he um, look uh, halfback most people are going to have Nico and um, and Cleary aren't they so look it's a big call to have him over one of them but the yep. way he played in the weekend you see, he loves playing the Tigers he seems to most of the time go really well against them but um, no, he's he's an option not for me um, but he was great at the start of the year I must admit I was very happy with him. I'll um I'll be I'll be um I'll be hoping Dillbags goes berserk um on Friday night. I um I think I'll be VC. He still looks him, good. He still looks pretty good, Dillbags. Like he just needs that needs the Yeah, what did he get? Fifty, 50 on fighter. the weekend? Fifty and, fifty-five, I think. Like, 57. It could have it could have it could have very easily been a lot more. Um I uh, yeah, I like him this weekend, big time against that Warriors side at you know, at Bank West or Combank now, sorry. Yep. So um yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah, I think um, if you've sold Cleary or Hines and you don't and you want to pot against them, it's pretty pod. But yeah, you could go Moses or Cherry Evans, maybe even as well. I think I think I think Dad's looking at yeah. Cherry. Look, if if well, I think um, I think Dan mentioned earlier, they do have a nice draw, Manly. Hmm. Um, a lot of home games as well, so it's um that's that's not a bad shout. Just looking at yeah, Moses' just those, draw, uh, it's pretty average yep. after this week. Um, Broncos, Panthers, Manly, Souths, uh, and then they play Melbourne again as well. So. I, I would be. He's a huge FTB. Oh, He's a huge. FTB. You missed out. You missed the boat. If you had him, if you brought him in last week, I would have brought him in for two, three round max, and then trade out if I had any trades. But uh, I, I wouldn't be picking up. I wouldn't be picking up any para guys from now. Nah. Uh, maybe oh, C- what about Sevo still, but you're only going to play him. I think maybe four games max. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, yep. you know it is a bit of a yeah. Last week, if you didn't get him, if you didn't get him last week, yeah, it's tough. I, I I'd steer clear of most of Parramatta uh, unless yep. Matto comes back and he's fully fit. Still a tough one. We talked about it last week. His output might not be there. His minutes might not be there. So, um, yeah, not not for me. Anyone in Parramatta if you don't have him already. 
you're holding you're holding you're holding Lane for the season, are you, Maddie? Now because you brought him in, didn't oh, you? How do you feel about so that? I brought, oh, look, I'm obviously disappointed with a fifty. You never want you yeah. never want to pay six hundred twenty two thousand and then for him to to bust a fifty. But I mean, another you know in another dimension, he scores that first try, mm. and then who knows what happens? Like he he looks good. Like he's 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 in everything. Base wise, yeah. so he's got all that fifty all in base. I think he gave away a couple of penalties for a couple of negative scores. Um, running off deal bags, like look, I'll give him this week, and he'll he might go into the conversation for, you know, who, like all my second rolls are kind of the same. So I've got him and Kickow. So if Kickow busts out a big one this week, I might look at keeping Kickow instead. But um, yeah, I'll just, plan is just to hold for now, and hopefully he can just keep that eighty going. And I think he should average sort of sixty five to seventy. Yeah. Um, so that and that's obviously quite good. So, yeah, we'll hold for now. Saturday afternoon, Roosters Dragons um, up there at Central Coast Stadium. So, um, big game for the Roosters. That's pretty much must win. And then they're going to have to they're going to have to back Teddy up here. They usually wouldn't back Teddy up in in round eighteen, but he's going to have to play. Tupu and Crichton will back up as well at this stage. Um, so they're pretty much full strength, the Roosters, this week. Um, really, really good, strong side. Lindsay Collins must be summed out after going off with that HIA in the fifth minute last night. Um, for the Dragons, Ravalawa done a hammy, a bad one. He's out for eight to ten. Tarek Sims, maniac, is injured. Uh, uh, let's not bother Dan with the Dragons. Um, they weren't relevant last week. They're certainly not relevant this week. Um, for, the, for the Roosters, um, let's start with your boy, uh, Dan Dan Tupu, bit of a pod in in the mid four price in the mid four hundreds now. I think. Yeah, uh, we know he's got great base output for a centre wing. Uh, if you're going to buy him, I think this week is the week. They've got Dragons into Knights, I believe. So, mm, yep. uh, he's he did he did. We'll talk about that him in Origin, great. but he he did do a lot of work still in that Origin game. Again. It's just whether you think Roosters have anything to give this year. Uh, they, they haven't shown much, particularly start of the season. Uh, but if they do come good, if they've got you know they've got all guns firing, uh, I think he's a he's a definite option on that left wing uh, to get Jag at least you know maybe ten tries for the rest of the year. My my opinion on Roosters, and I feel like this is an okay position, is except for Teddy. Teddy's the side. But if you own roosters, you should keep them, and if you don't own them, you should just leave them. I don't know. I don't, Joey Manu mm. is still he's very highly owned, so he's not pod. Um, I couldn't I couldn't possibly buy Manu at seven hundred. Well, I think he'll still average. And seven, what did you say before? Thirty five percent ownership. Yeah, thirty seven percent ownership. Yeah. yeah, I think you'll still average. You'll hurt, yeah, no yeah. doubt. I think you're on a good price though to to anti pod him and 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 if you and swerve him because thirty seven percent ownership like. You what? You're paying 700k with one of your seven trades left to get in a block that's 37% owned, just so you can block the rest of the game. Like I'd just rather risk it and just not get him and, and try and match him with the Val Holmes or someone like that, or beat him even. You know, Gar- Manu is a great, great super coach player. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's not he's not infallible. Like he has bad weeks, and he's playing five eight this week, and that's great for super coach. But once he's back at center, he can. You know, you've seen he's got a floor of around 27, 28. Mm. So I think you just have to. I think you have to take that on. Yeah. If you don't, depends on your position. I think say you're up the top top fifty and you don't have him somehow, uh, and you get to all our top fifty listeners yeah, out there, you go, <laughs> and you go on well, and like he can really hurt you. So if he goes bang bang 120, 120 and you don't have him, 
uh, you're losing out on the field. So if you've if you don't have him and you're and you're up high, definite. Um, I think he's still still a purchase, but otherwise he's as you said he's pretty easy to just let go. Uh, and particularly if you if you're trying to pick up Teddy, I'd be picking up Teddy before I'd be picking up Manu. I agree. I I wouldn't be surprised to see Manu outscore Teddy, but yeah, I'm I'm I already own Manu, so it's not a problem for me. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think I'd rather buy Teddy. It's just the fullback. It's just the I don't know what the term is I'm supposed to be using here, but like there's just there's at fullback there's only the two slots, right? So Teddy has to take up one of them, whereas Martin is only taking up one center wing spot. So it's just a bit it's a bit tricky with Teddy. You have to be sort of locked in that he's your man because mm. there are good alternatives. I think if you if, if you're now if you're now running Pappenhausen and Latrell, then I'd be picking up Manu over Teddy. Definitely, definitely. But you know, if you've still got that that spot reserved for an out and out gun fullback, uh, I'd be picking up Teddy first. Yep, yep. Angus Crichton, hold or drop, Chris? Uh, drop. I dropped him last week. Um, it just it's just been hard this year. He's he he started poorly, so I started with him, sold him, brought him back, and now sold him again. So um, that hurts a bit, but. He's, I don't know, he's just he's dropped the ball a bit, Angus. He's not quite where he has been previously. And uh, I, I, that probably says a lot about the Roosters as well. I just don't think they're quite there. And, you know, the next two weeks, I think Dan mentioned before, they got the Dragons and the Knights, but then it gets pretty tough for them. Um, I'm, I'm sort of you know, steering away, as to your comment before. I don't have any Roosters bar, Teddy, so I'll probably stay that way now um, and Angus was an easy drop last week um Angus I saw he made 73 last night all in base in origin yeah I mean that um, that concerns me for this weekend because obviously with Murray going down so early in origin Angus had to play huge minutes so yeah. uh, his, his output's going to be down this week just because he'll be a bit tired so they've got quite a strong bench too this week yeah I'd say he's getting a rest um, at some stage so you re- it's really banking on a try to I, get him I, to get him to that seventy plus. I think. I reckon they're going to absolutely demolish the Dragons this week. I know we've been like we've been waiting for this performance from the Roosters, but I just feel like they're going. This is their week to make yeah. a bit of a statement and to whether they're still contenders or not. Um, I love their bench and yeah, really strong lineup. I mean, so just, I think uh, I think Mardu's probably a really good VC option. Just going back to drop or hold Angus. I've I, I own Angus still, and I'm going to hold him. I think five fifty k at that second row position uh, is is still value yep. for him. So he could come good. Uh, he could get a bit more ball. Looking for that for that edge left edge now. I think he's secured that position. He's going to stay there. So I think he he might be in for. Yep. Two or three more tries at least, and if he's basing fifty to sixty, then uh, then very happy to hold him at five fifty k. What, what, what yeah, did he be, get? What did he get last Supercoach game like, for the Roosters? It was in the twenties, wasn't it? I know he went yeah, to the he bin. Got, but he got sin binned. He got sin binned, and playing, there's just playing. been a couple of them this year from him, and that's that's yeah. I, I understand Dan's position. I totally get it. Um, it's just, I just so he got he got thirty one points, thirty seven in base, minus ten in negatives. Yeah. Like, it's fine, and it was yep. against Penrith. Yep. No, fair. Um, I, th- I, I he's played eighty, and so before that he played eighty, like twelve, uh, ten games in a row. So he's definitely got that locked down. It's just he hasn't had that big breakout score. He's had a lot of scores in the eighties, but um, nothing over eighty four. So yeah, it's a bit disappointing for sure. But um, it's worth noting he also has not scored a try this year. So. 
you know, you'd have to back him in to score a try or two on the run home for sure. Um, which will boost him, which will boost yep. him up a bit. Um, right. Okay. Then let's get to the Seagulls and the Knights up there at Four Points Stadium in Brookvale. Um, for the Knights, uh, you'd have to think Pong has a pretty decent chance to back up after that big wing. Um, not sure, but I don't know why he wouldn't. The um, who else have they got out? Oh, Bradman Best is out. I've just seen. So Gagai will play center with Tuala, um, Sticks Lee and Dom Young on the wings. For Manly, um, pretty similar lineup to what they've had last game. Um, Olakuatu, good to go. Ruben Garrick, importantly named at fullback. Dan, let's start with Garrick. You were pretty, um, um, you know, you made your thoughts known last week on the pod that you thought Garrick was a chance to miss. He's obviously playing. Do you think he'll have um, a little, be hampered a little bit by that hip pointer injury? Um, maybe. It's hard, it's hard, really hard to tell because the level, of, there's no real grading on them. So it's, it's really a pain management thing. So if they're needling him up and there wasn't too much internal damage, then he, he should be okay. And um, yeah, I, I I took the I mean I took the safe option and just held, held him last week. Uh, so I'm pretty happy that he's been named at fullback this week. I think uh, Manly have got a pretty great run for the for the next few uh, or the whole way yeah. home actually. So uh, if you're looking for a center wing out of those, he's obviously an outstanding goal kicking. It's just pricey at the moment, 720k. So it's hard it's hard to buy him right now. Um, and then looking at the manly backs otherwise. Certainly this certainly this week it's hard to buy him even with that good game. Yeah. Uh, so other manly backs who you might look because of their decent draw. Uh, I didn't really think about it, but Cherry Evans is probably the probably the next one off the rank for that. Yeah, there's not a lot of like, you know, you got your coolers and your Tui Pilotus, but you can't really buy them. No, you could maybe pod ulti, ultimate pod would be Tui Pilotu. That would be the only one yeah. I look at for for the outside backs. Um, little sneaky ultra pod three ninety two k Dane Gagai. Yep. I think uh, very, very, very good value. Uh, he is notoriously great base output. I think he's probably top top three base outputters in the center wing. Uh, and him and Dom Young, I really like that connection this year. Um, I'm a big fan of the Knights' right edge. It's just where the Knights have any points in them for the back end. I don't think their run's that great, uh, that good. Uh, I think it's pretty tough the next few as well. But if he bases, you know, 40 jags, maybe six six or seven tries back end of the season, uh, I think he's very, very good value at 392K. Would you not rather just go up to someone, though, in that mid-400s or you think he, you think he's probably as good an option as any of those guys? In the center wing, I don't think there's any anyone. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. I don't yeah. think there's anyone in those mid-400s that would be better than – than Dan Gagai. And as you said, if you can downgrade, say someone like a Zach Lomax at 550K, you downgrade to Dan Gagai, who potentially or I think will beat him, you're making 160K out of that, where you could then go from a 500K second row forward up to a a, um, a six, 650 plus in maybe Olakuatu yep. or Cam Murray. So he's a, he's a definite downgrade, a mid-ranger option to get some cash to go up to a big gun somewhere else. Yeah, so I think um, yeah, Tui Pilotu is four hundred five. So yeah, they're they're probably 
both just okay pods for me. But yeah, I, I get your point. Like he's he's got the pedigree and he's he's got. It's just if the Knights can start winning some games, that'll help him a lot. And they just haven't really shown that much lately. So yeah, I think it's a, a bit like um, yeah, like I mentioned, like you said, around the um, if you if you're struggling if you're struggling for cash and that's your price range, then yeah, yeah, I think you can plug in. So start for sure. start of the year, he went. 106 against the Roosters, 60 against the Panthers, 59 against the Sharks. So he can still he can still score decent against yep. those good t- sides. Um, I know Knights got off to a bit of a flyer, but I think he still still could on the, put on the tons against the bad sides, and then he can still average 50 to 60 against the good ones. Yeah, Chris, um, we're talking pre-pod about our um, our man crush Ola Kawatu. We be looking to bring big. Big Kamala in. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely a trade target. It's not going to be this week, unfortunately. I've just I've um I've got other plans, but he's definitely on the list. Um, he's been amazing. I think he's going to continue being amazing. And with Manly's draw, uh, there's only upside for the big fella. He's just yeah, he's a bowling ball. It's going to be great to watch. And he's like like I think you guys have mentioned all year. Like he's one of those guys you just love to watch anyway. So get him in your team. Did you? Did we, did you hear it here first on the pod pod Olakwatu? I reckon I reckon we were the first to put him up anywhere. Run with um, it, big time. After round three, who, who uh, and put then, him and up? Then, and then I think you and I bought him, Dan. Yeah, me and you, yeah. me and you. I think it was yeah. Well, I bought him that week. Six hundred seventy four k. I would love to own him, and I think that price is okay too. To be honest, um, yeah. I just can't afford. I him. think if you look, I just can't afford those those targets. If you were looking for a big upgrade this week. Uh, I was tossing up him and Cam Murray, and I was probably leaning towards Cam Murray for the run home. Now Cam Murray's out this round. Uh, Manly against the Knights, I think he's a definite easy pickup if you can afford it. Send him off! Send the dressing gate off! Get him off the field! That was diabolical! Broncos uh, drop out Corey Paxson, Xavier Willison from their side last week. Um, all their origin guys are named to play, as far as I can see, in the reserve, mainly in the reserves. So it'll be a bit of a watch on Oates and Carrigan um, to see if they come into the 17. Um, obviously, Cobbo is probably very unlikely. Um, he's not even in the squad, so yeah, he's out. Um, he won't play this week. Jordan Pereira retains that spot on the right wing. Deloise Hoyter is named on the left wing. He's the most purchased player this week, um, but with Corey Oates lingering there, um, and certainly for next week, um, we'll have a bit of a discussion about young or old Deloise. Uh, for the Titans, Jojo Fafita makes his debut. His name is Sosefo Fafita for those playing at home. Um, uh, otherwise, David Fafita makes his return in the back row um, and it looks like he'll get 80 minutes with that, the way their bench is structured with no back rowers on the bench. Um, in saying that, you know, someone could always come in, but uh, one to keep an eye on there for Fafita. Away from that, Dan, your mate Aaron Clark finally dropped. He's on the bench this week. Aaron Booth will make his debut for the Titans at hooker. And Tino named to back up. He had a pretty good game, I thought, for Queensland. He was in everything. And, um, and yeah, he, he should back up. So big game for the Titans against their local rivals. They should hopefully be able to put up a bit of a fist fight. Uh, a fist fight. There you go. <laughs> Still got that on the mind from last night. Bit of a fight. Uh, Dan, we've got to start with, um, with Fafita here. Um, you're looking to get him straight in this week. Yeah, lock him in, Eddie. Uh, under 600k. That bench. David Fafita, That bench is. looks delicious. 
uh, for him. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to see the Titans have finally realised Aaron Clark needs to go, but somehow he's still in that side. So I think he, he may come on. I mean, Aaron Clark may come on through the middle as well, if not hooker. So I, I, I'm definitely locking in for feeder this week and I'm very excited to see him back and hopefully 80 minutes on the edge. Chris, um, we were chatting pre-pod again and you were you actually got talked into Fafita pre-pod and are you still on that train? Yeah, I think I am. Although, just the chat, what, a couple of minutes ago. I like a one too. <laughs> it's killing me. Kid in a candy store, not sure what to grab. Um, so I can I, – because I, last week I traded Cleary, um, but, you know, you've got to get Cleary back. So I've got plenty of cash, but, you know, um, I'll probably be going for Fafita to be honest. Um after Dan mentioned the bench, I jumped on and had a look. I hadn't noticed that. He he will be playing 80, barring injury. Uh, playing against his old club. Um, he's been pretty underwhelming so far this year, but, you know, he is the kind of guy who can get 120, 130. And there's not many back rowers who are in that category. Um, he's great to watch. He's great to own. Um, I Yeah, I think I'll be getting him. You're going to captain him, Dan? I'm looking at it. I'm looking at maybe VC options uh, if I can, uh, or captain straight out captain option. Uh, I just think if if Titans, if this booth is any half decent hooker, uh, they have a very very good forward pack. So Fodawaka, Tino, uh, great go forward in those two, and then uh, I think if they get a, get some momentum uh, and get the ball to Fafita when he when he needs it, um, he's just gonna just gonna kill it. Yeah, I've got him down as a, a possible bring-in. It's going to be either him or Cam Murray for me. They're both similarly priced in the high 500s. Um, I'm not going to be able to make it. I don't think, unless unless I don't get Harry Grant, who is a chance to miss. Um, but, yeah, I love the Fafita play this week. Um, like you said, should get 80. So definitely putting him up as an option. Um, Jojo Fafita is a bit of a watch. Um, there are pretty good spruiks on this kid. Um, he's 19. Strong tackle buster, try scorer. Uh, there's every chance he holds that spot on the wing. Could be a very super pod option. He's only going to be 175K. Uh, Chris, Deloise Hoyter. Um, obviously, a few people jumped on him last week when he was a late inclusion on the left wing for the Broncos. Did very well for themselves. As I said, he's the most purchased player this week. Uh, he's got a couple of um, couple of little flashing red lights on him, though. Oh, yeah, he certainly does. Selwyn Coyo and um, Corey Oates. Um <laughs> Uh, he, um, yeah, no. Uh, if you had yeah. him last week, awesome. Well done. But um, he'll play this week and he won't play again. Uh, I think yeah, Guerrero's so, in front of him as well. So he's he's, he's down correct. the pecking order. Correct. And I think it's more of a, so I think just think it's more of a buy beware that just so you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, I actually don't hate him as a buy in the sense that they're playing the Titans this week. If Oates doesn't play and he plays on left wing, Bring him in for the week and just let him nuff out. Like that's yeah. perfect. He's never. Yeah, going to that's be a really good. Yeah. That's a I think really that's good the point. only, yeah. the only, I, I, the yeah. only reason I can see why people are bringing him in because he's still bottom basement yeah. by one eighty eight k. If he drags yeah. a try or two this week, scores well, and then he nuffs out. If you don't have those nuffs already, he's a pretty pretty good one one yeah. done hopefully. So yeah, and and it's and you'd play him this week because yeah. they're playing yeah. the, the so Titans. For, for um, me, I just got to be aware that you. It, it's not a cash generation plan. No, it's definitely no cash yeah. involved, really. Even though he's going to rise, um, I I have enough nuffs already, so I can't bring in bring in something like that. But I, if you if you're I certainly running enough. 23, 24 hmm. players, uh, definite good downgrade option. Um, elsewhere, 
in the Broncos. Uh, Ezra Mam, so very popular cheapie. He's been great. He's averaged 65 so far. Got the job done in the buy round. I'm glad I held him um, last week for that 69 extra points that I would not otherwise have got if I'd not if I traded him out. Um, so really happy with him. I think I'm going to hold him for one more week. Um, all part of my my long term plan, which is which is coming to fruition. So I'll trade him out. Um, in, oh, sorry, no, I'm not. I'm holding for a couple more weeks. So I'm going to go back to Cleary from Mam. Um, when I just can free some cash up, hopefully in around around twenty one. Um, what are you guys doing with Ezra Mam, Chris? Start with you. Yeah, uh, he hopefully will be turned into Nathan Cleary next week. Like I think I mentioned before, I've got to bring back. Um, I've got to bring bring back Cleary. But yeah, like you say, he's been great and he's good to watch. He's just like passed the eye test so far. He's a good footballer. I really enjoy watching him. He's exciting. He's, yep. he's, um, he's got a bit of Rick about him. I like it. Could you hold? Could could Dan? Could you hold, ma'am? Like as a season-long play on matchups and just be your second half or five? Uh, I was, I was having a look at that. Uh, they've got some decent matchups. Obviously, the Broncos are showing a bit of form now, so um, they're high scoring as well. High scoring, like, decent. They've got um, Tigers, Knights, Dragons to play still. Uh, I, I think you could hold, but I would, I would really like two of the gun. Five eight, so I would like to get Drinky or Munster. Uh, for me, drink water is a great buy next week. Uh, if I have the cash, I might do that. Uh, but otherwise, I'm I'm probably pretty happy. If I don't have the cash and it doesn't work out for it, I I'm not too disheartened by holding man. Yep, yep, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Like I said, I'm going to hold him till round twenty one. I think maybe round twenty, just depending. But. I think that you want to have uh, Paps and then one of Latrell and or Co uh, or Teddy at fullback, and then I think you need to have Hines and Cleary at halfback or a pod with Cleary with Hines at fullback and then a Cherry or a Moses. Mam is probably just that next level down. It's pretty risky, pretty risky play. And then at five eight, I think like I said, you want two of Drinky, Dillbags or Munster. So yeah, probably not quite a, a season long hold for me. Next game is the Pan- Tigers-Panthers round two for me on this one. So um, Panthers have rested all their origin players here. Um, so it's worked out well for me. Selling Cleary last week, um, that's all gone to plan. Um, for the Tigers, like as mentioned, Jackson Hastings moved to lock and Joe Offerhen-Gowie up to the front row. be interesting to see how that affects Joe's rotation minutes now because James Tarmow is back, um, Icy Pole. Pole um, is, you know, looking really good off the bench. Uh, Luke Garner has dropped for um, young gun Just, Justin Matamua. Um, played for New South Wales under-19s. He got sin-binned after about 30 seconds of being on the field in his debut on the weekend. Um, and Adam Dewey moves to 5'8 this week. So Hastings to lock, Dewey to 5'8. And Jimmy Boy Roberts comes back in at centre. A uh, bit of a weird one this week for the for the Panthers. You'd have to fancy them still to get the the cash. Um, Kickow is a guy that I own. Chris, um, are you an owner of Kickow? I yeah, can't remember. I'm, I'm an owner. I'm an owner. And what I'm, are you doing with him? I, I, I think I'm going to hold. Like in in seasons previous, he's been a bit of rockstar diamonds, and I just see a little bit more consistency to him this year. Um, Seems to be doing more work in defence, so whether he just seems to be getting a little bit more base, and he's still got those 
you know, big point plays, the line breaks, the tries, the tackle bus, and an offload. So I, I love I love watching kick. Um, one of my favourite non-sharks to watch, uh, Billy Kick. So no, I'll be holding, and you know, I just think um, anyone on that Panthers left edge, stay with me, stay with yeah. me. Yeah. So, so I've just got. I just feel a bit. So I'm I'm definitely holding. I I was going to sell him this week, but I'm going to hold him because just that matchup versus Matamur or Tulagi. I can't remember which one plays on the right, but um, doesn't matter. Like that's that does. That's just really mm. tempting matchup. Um, for me to keep kick out, but I'm just I feel a bit overloaded, Dan. And something we spoke a, a fair bit about. So kick out Tago and May all on that left Panther side. I think it's okay to have two on a side like that, but three feels a bit too heavy for me. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of balance for your team, I think two's two's probably the amount, and maybe maybe three with one of the well with a half on that side, so you could have three. But having the back rower, center, yep. winger. All in one side, you need absolutely fill ups. Uh, so, and Panthers can do that. So, it's it's Panthers are the team to do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this week they'll be looking. I think Kickout stands up a bit when those guys are out as well. So, be, he sort of yeah. becomes that leader, leader of the team a little bit. So, they're always looking for him. Uh, and you know, as Chris said, he does want to show up most of this year. I think last year he does go off the boil sometimes, goes missing a little bit, but yeah, definitely looked like he's wanted wanted more ball this year and and he's an easy hold if I had him. Just out of yeah. those three, those sort of the, that that most have had or have got the the May Tago and um, and Kickout. Like as you as you boys say, you probably don't want to have all three playing, but what which two are you picking? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've, in my trade plans, I'm gonna sell both, but I'd probably sell Tago before Kickout, except the Kickout is worth more money, and I need it to work my trade plans to work. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'll probably, I'll probably hold Tago in May, and then maybe look to trade Tago out later in the year. Um, you know, I like, I like Tago's durability in the in the center wing second row option. So for my team mm. personally, I'm holding three really cheapies in second row. So I kind of want to keep him so I can swap him and Talakai between the second row and center wing. But if I was, yeah. if I didn't have, if I had all three of them, I'd go definitely May. you got to hold May for the rest of the year. He's going to be great. He'd be number one, then kick out, then take her. Yeah. Yep. I think that's fair. Yep. Yep. Agree. Uh, Dan, over to the Tigers, Adam Dewey, um, he's still a bit expensive, but he's got a probably, oh, I mean, ultra pod. But on the radar, I'm I'm really excited about him. Three rounds time, I want to bring him in. I think he's <laughs> he's one of your four trades. He's one of my four trades, <laughs> and hopefully he'll be at maybe 450, 500k. That would be great. Uh, they've got Panthers into Cowboys into Broncos, so I'm hoping they absolutely get dusted. Maybe he just you know finds his groove a little bit in that time, uh, but he goes down enough that you can maybe uh, maybe get him at a great price because. Knights, Dragons, Raiders. He's he can go 150 plus. He's he's uh, and he's got the goal kicking back, doesn't it, he? So he is definitely one. He to dropped watch. 110k. Yeah. He dropped 110k this yeah. week. You know, <laughs> and he's got to be even 129. What, what price? This week. What price would you pick him up at? Like, what would be the max price you could pick him up at? Where's he available? Where's he available? Wing, is he available center in center wing? Five eight. So you pick him up in the center wing. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like he's a he's a great pot option. If he's if he's five if he's sub five hundred k, I'd get him. Yeah. So for me, five fifty. I think. I actually might have to try and bring him into the trade plans a bit. I just they're so bad. That's the problem, isn't it? Like, I'm looking forward to 
give three, him a look. Three rounds time when you when you say to the listeners, "Oh, I brought up Adam Dewey the other week. Uh, yeah, Dewey. I brought him up the other week as uh, <laughs> as my pod." So I said, "No, I said he was in my trade it. plan." So you know, tap yourself on the back. What do we got? Break even. Break even's one hundred twenty eight against the Panthers. So if he drops another, well, you know, sixty four k in value, another thirty, another thirty gets a thirty pointer. Yeah, and then you and then you boom. He's under five hundred. Wow. Dewey Watch. We should all be on Dewey Watch. Dewey Watch. Everyone's on Dewey Watch. I like it. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of any other Tigers, like, I mean, just just leave him alone. <laughs> There's no way. As I think Tube said last week, he's happy just not, not having to watch a Tigers game for Supercoach. So I brought in – I brought in – There was no reason – I brought in Big Joe O last week because Madison was out. Uh, and it's kind yep. of just secured my front row forward rotation. So I've got Lolo, Big Joe, um, IPAP. Uh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried about that going to front row. I think he's, it's, he's no. Will you play him this week? I'll play him this week just, just because of uh, a few, a few others that are maybe in doubt. So, but he'll be, he'll probably yep. be my 18th, 19th man for the run home. Yeah, I thought about it. It was really down to the wire for me if it was him or Lane. I still don't know if I'm right or not. Mm-hmm. He outscored Lane, but yeah, like I, that that move to the front row worries me badly. Yeah, with that rotation now, yeah, he could drop to like 55 he, minutes. To be honest, he, with the minutes, he looked good. He went off with cramp late, but he yeah, did, he does he did a good. lot of work. He he was really good go forward. So you know, he secured at least. I think he secured 55 minutes. Um, you're not expecting. He needs 70 though. I think. You're not expecting any tries from him, really. Uh, so you, you're just hoping no. that he's basing uh, at least one or one point one points per minute. Yep. Chris, uh, I see Pole. Um, is he he uh, okay? Purchase for those who kind of just want a cheap um, backup prop. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't hate it. I've quite liked watching him the last two weeks. He's got a bit of go about him. He's uh, energetic, aggressive front rower. Um, in that side, he's. Look, first week he came off the bench, scored a 44 last week, started, got very similar minutes, got a 40, 48. I don't think he's going to get much more than that. But, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're absolutely scraping the barrel and you need uh, someone who's going to get, you know, average around that 50 mark and his base price, um, yeah, he could do worse. Then I see yep, yep. I think you just want, I just think you want a clear plan of, of what you're doing with him rather than just bringing in, a cheap cash generator because well he's going to play gonna... right he's not going to be those one of those yeah. guys he could potentially become an auto emergency nightmare down the track um, if he's and you can't play and you can't play him in your team you can't play yeah. him in your team like yeah. this is the thing like I just I don't I, know like I unless you've got a very clear plan to set to make you know two hundred k that that actually um, makes you know gets your makes your trade plans clearer in four weeks time that you can then upgrade him one other reason. If you've got a few nuffs already and you kind of need a cheap option who is going to play and that if you get three injuries, then you need him to play, maybe that's the reason. If you've if you've got 12 trades, you could maybe bring him in. If you've got under 12 yeah. trades, just leave him alone. Well said. Penultimate game of the round is Sunday afternoon down here at uh, Amy Park. It's the Storm versus the Raiders. The out-of-form Storm, can we say that? I think we can. We touched up by the mighty, mighty Cronulla Sharks last week. Um. The uh, Harry, uh, the cheese is out for the storm. Main bit of info there. Perhaps his name to play despite his mullet finger. Dan, what's a mullet finger? Mallet. A mallet. <laughs> a mullet. I, I prefer mullet finger. <laughs> Mallets. 
they yeah, basically like a tendon tear on your finger, so it goes a bit awkward, but he's all right. He'll be right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a pain management thing or is he going to lose a bit of I don't think they're that painful. It's just you lose a bit yeah. of function in the finger, but you can kind of body tape it up and he'll be fine. He doesn't rely on It's not going to affect his speed. Not going <laughs> to No. Aerodynamically, it might might be better actually having those two if you fingers. Had mu- if you had mullet if you had mullet <laughs> If you had mullet toe. Yeah, it could be an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want turf toe. Turf toe's gone. Uh, mallet finger, you're okay. So I'd, I'd expect he's going to be fine for the rest of the year with the, with the mallet finger. Yeah, the, other, the other big team news there is RIP Grant Anderson, maybe the world's worst super coach player of all time. Um, oh, but that's, that's harsh. He did score those couple of tries against the Roosters on debut, but everyone who bought him in after that game has not, has not done too well. But you know he was a, he was a body he was a body for seventeen. He's not going to play again. Basically nuffed out now. There's been worse. There's been worse things I mean, happen. Yeah, in been. terms of team You're structure, right. it's fine. You know, and everyone had him. Like no one, every every single person bought him pretty much. So yeah, he was bad for points, but probably just a bit of a irrelevant. A bit of a call out there, Dan, um, for him is that. Um, yeah, if you did get him, like, don't feel disheartened. He's not going to play again. Just keep him. Don't don't trade him out. Like, it's a waste. No, definitely. Just better better to, better to let him off. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at the side. So Harry Grant is in a bit. I think he's in pretty severe doubt after Origin last night. He was he was limping around noticeably, um, and there's some whispers that he's not going to play. Given the cheese is out, Dan, our boy, number twenty two, Bronson Garlic, come on no, down. No way. He's not there, is he? What do you mean? Yeah, he's number twenty-two. Isn't Wishart? Wouldn't Wishart be in front of him? Wishart, yeah. Wishart, will, yeah. Wishart will start, but but um, Garlic. Oh, no, Garlic. Then you'll have a then you'll have a, could you'll be, have a problem. Could be an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> oh my god, he could sit. He could sit on the bench eating a, eating, a Garlic, eating his dad's pies, and uh, then come on, come on for a little stint and get a nice solid five. So, yeah, I can't see him beating Wishart to that hook in position. No, but Wishart's on the bench. Yeah, but so Grant so, out. Yeah, but Gal Grant out. Wishart on. Yeah, starts Garlo. F- but Garlo why bench. is that any good? That's terrible. It's not. I, I, <laughs> it's, I don't. That's I, yeah, what he's I, saying. At it's first, just... <laughs> yeah. Your hope is your hope is Jaden Nikarima gets that bench spot. Yeah, and oh, Jaden Nikarima was so bad when he played against yeah. was it Manly. Yeah. yeah, it was. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I Look, can't really I'm see I, I probably like yet. a few people. Uh, I'm in a bit of a pickle if Harry doesn't play now that Cheese is suspended for three weeks. Uh, I yeah, that was a, a lot of people. Yeah, plan. so I I'm in big trouble. I can't afford Cookie to get. I can do it around with Jules. I can kind of get Cookie if I want to and, and run with Harry and Cookie for the rest of the year. Put Cheese down in the back row, but. Um, I reckon you just got to. I reckon you've just got to take that AE and vice captain. I think for that's feeder. what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the AE. Uh, I'm keeping Lomax at the moment. Just hope he goes goes all right against the Roosters, which he still could. But um, and then um, yeah, just hope for the best. But even if Harry does play, oh, no, I'd, I'd still you know still be all right. Hopefully, hopefully VC yeah. goes well, and I can just not worry about it. Yeah, hopefully Harry just gets up as well for the game. Yeah. Um, just importantly, there, Cam Munster is back for the for the Storm. He'll be out of COVID protocol. He'll be obviously a bit upset, fired up that he missed the game last night. Um, and uh, yeah, he'll be primed for a big one. Josh King stays starting at lock, but who knows um, what happens there? Felice Kafusi also returns. 
Uh, Raiders, uh, Chans is out. Chans, Nickel, Klockstadt and Trey Mooney are both out. Um, they're replaced by Schiller on the bench and um, the big horse, Corey Horsburgh, back into the 17. Not much doing over there at Canberra. Um, all right, who do we want to talk to you? Like we've spoken about Harry, probably Chris, the, the main one to talk to, second most purchased player of the week, Joey Tarps, Joey Taps, Joey Tappany. Um, he's 671K, pretty expensive, but he is the form player of the comp, if not super coach as well. Yeah, very expensive, but his output in recent weeks has been sky high. He's dual front row, second row, so you're going to have that um, flexibility with him. Oh, I don't have a radar, and it's... They lose this game. It puts them. It puts them what three games out of the eight. How playful with his seventeen do you think Ricky's going to be for the rest of the year after that? Um, I really worry about his minutes um, going. I think Tarpany's. I think Tarpany's too good. I've thought that about him before, but it still happens. Like, um, you'd He's hope never not. been this good. Yeah. Oh, look, not for me, and I'm probably going to watch, and it's probably going to be a tough watch for the rest of the year. But um, I just, it's, it scares me. Like, Ricky, Ricky this week, as Dan mentioned pre-pod, he's got James Schiller on, on the interchange bench. Yeah, What's just, doing there? Just, yeah, he's, he's done that before. But, you know, Schiller's an average winger in the NRL. I don't think his versatility is that great. I don't – Well, he's not – I'm not, I'm not worried about him taking Tarpany's minutes, no, but it's just – No, but why would you, a, why would you pick him? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think – doing I, I'm, I'm – I'm, if you're going Big Ola versus Tapané at the same price, uh, I'd I'd be going Big Ola just just because of that. Which Ricky, they Ricky which risk. they pretty much are, yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah, you reckon? Gee, that's actually it's pretty good. Who would you rather? I and might throw it in to the run yeah. sheet. And um, yeah, yeah I, I he's gone exceptional the last five six rounds. I think um, well above what he what we've ever seen in in, in Supercoach. We we've seen the potential. Yep. And yeah, if he keeps the big minutes up, um, he's a great player. If you had him, you fly absolutely fly. And I just wouldn't bring him in now because he's he's going to be he's, he's going to be too highly owned. His minutes actually haven't been his his minutes haven't actually been that big. So last week he played sixty seven against the Dragons. Um, I got a feeling that were big for some reason. I can't remember why. But prior to that, he'd only played. Um, 45, 54, 58, 54. Yeah, but that's big for him. Like 55 so, for him is perfect. Like it's enough for him to score really well. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, had true. years where he's 45, you know, and I think early on in the season he yeah. went 44, 45, 44, was, 45, 43. You just, you know, it's absolutely gone. So he only went on his run yeah. when Ricky started um, putting him up 50-plus minutes. They got a bit of a they got a, they got a lovely draw home. Mm. As well, excluding Penrith, so they play. Uh, sorry, and Melbourne this week. So after this week, they play the Warriors, then the Titans, Panthers, Dragons, Knights, Manly Tigers. Mm. Like that's that's as good as it gets. So it really is, actually. Yeah. I mean, if God. you've if you've got Savage still, I mean, probably not many do. Savage. Do you do you hold him? It's Pod, Pod to hold him. Mm. I wouldn't be buying him by any means. But fullback slots. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez, that's a brave man to take on Teddy or Latrell or yeah. Paps. With Savage, Savage. yeah. <laughs> Savage, I think. What about my my man Nick Kotrick? Could he could he make a comeback for the back end of the season? Nah, I, I've got a huge theory on Kotrick. So I just reckon he. So no, first of all, is the answer. Um, second, 
I don't know if you guys remember Kotrick coming through the like I can't remember if it's the Holden Cup or whatever. He, oh, he must be twenty five or something now. But when he came through as like an eighteen year old, he was unbelievable. They couldn't tackle him some like some weeks, but he was as big as he is now. He was a man child, and I think he just just has not progressed physically. Like he's still a strong guy. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think he's strong enough and big enough anymore, and not like just not good enough effectively. Like he hasn't kicked on whatsoever from no. when he was nineteen. Yeah, he was he like coming into coming into first grade. He he, he looked amazing. Um, but yeah, he has there has been no upside, no improvements basically no. since then. Yeah, body shape the same. But, you know, you're not going to get any quicker. But, Probably got worse. Yeah, really. Bit of a Bradmanette, Bradman Besk esque style sort of big breakout years early on. Uh, really looking for the ball, very keen. Uh, and that sort of enthusiasm's just dropped off. And uh, yeah, I, I tried to think he could turn things around because he played. He played for Australia, didn't he? When he was uh, played, definitely, definitely played for the played, Blues. Yeah, definitely played for the Blues. I'm pretty sure he played for the Kangaroos. Yeah. Uh, so he's obviously was was looking great. Uh, but yeah, his, his his output's gone down. Raiders haven't been going that great. He's you just you're just really banking that left winger gets a few run over tries. Well, plenty of them. Yeah, he's played two games. He's played two tests for Australia in 2019. So he's only 23. Wow. So yeah, so he played for Australia when he was when he was nine when he was 20. Yeah. Still, you know, um, if you go on Gagai versus Kotrick, bottom of the barrel pod pod man. I'd prefer well with that run home, maybe mm. yeah, maybe Kotrick. Mm. What's he Three, worth? Three fifty. Kotrick worth? Yeah, that's she should be brave. And I mean, it's on matchups, obviously, but and yeah. like you say, that's there's there's quite a, there's quite a number there that are pretty juicy. That's very juicy. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Not for me, but I can see why people. Yeah, just, people just would. what I got: Warriors, Warriors, Gold Coast, Dragons, oh, Knights, Tigers. Like that's five games you're definitely playing him in. Mm. Even Manly at home. Everyone's. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I like it. Big pod, very big good. pod. This pod, pod. Yeah, real pod. I like the areas we're going. Um, uh, there's uh, probably the only thing worth mentioning to Storm, Pappenhausen, Dan, um, probably oh, like if you didn't get him last week, are you buying him this week? Uh, I think so. A couple of niggles? Uh, I, I don't think many have that op- uh, decision to make, but uh, if you laid him last week, Tubes maybe does. maybe lay him again. I don't know. if you, You're obviously taking a big risk if you've laid him last week. Roll so the dice. I'd say Tubes is not going got, going near him. And the other thing is, if you've laid him last week, who have you brought in? you got Latrell Mitchell, right? Probably so Latrell. You're not, mm, yeah. you're not dropping Latrell. Uh, so I'd say people are probably just going to lay him. He's 890K with a BE of 118. So this is quite a juicy fixture. Um, and then they've got Souths and then the Warriors, Titans. You're going to want him for those games, I think. Well, I was looking at laying him like tubes, but then I looked and thought, well, I'm going to get him anyway because there's no way yeah. I'm watching the Warriors and Titans games and watching him get 150 and not having him. 250? Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> with, um, say, Grant, Grant is playing – uh, and named, yep. and nothing comes out that he's he's injured. Uh, is are you going to definitely buy him? Yes, if if they name that, I have to because I I, I and even if it costs me, like even if he doesn't kill it, like I, I have to get Harry Grant in because I don't I can't run Cam McInnes at hooker for the next yep. three weeks. Six twenty six twenty k. So, need, so need, would you say to listeners that he's that he's like a definite I'd, I'd buy? I'd sacrifice. I'd. 
No. It just depends on your team structure. So I and your trade plans for the coming week. So I so I have to get Holmes. I really want to get Holmes and Teddy next week. And and yeah. so if I'm doing that, then I'll have to wait another week on Harry. And so like I'd be happy for Harry to get a fifty and get sixty minutes this week. Um just to get him sure. into my side. Because next week he'll be back. Yes, you know, it's, it's yeah. But if he doesn't play, then I, I don't know what sure. I'm gonna do. But like it's a second last game. This is this is really throwing me. Um, nice. Yeah. All right. That's uh, last game of the round. Doggies and Souths. Um, Doggies. Maxi King, my boy, starting. Um, need him to keep playing for a couple of weeks till Payne is back. Um, Cam Murray will not play for Souths. Um, he's he's uh, suffered the you know, the HIA and won't play. Uh, Otherwise, these teams are pretty much running out. It'd be interesting to see. There's probably a couple of other backups. Cookie should be sweet. Um, you would have to think Burton is sweet, although he might he might be a little bit of a risk. He, he got his head punched in, so um, see how he pulls up. That's obviously a huge one for the dogs, but they've got that they've got five days, so it should be okay. Jai Arrow for Queensland is the other one who is backing up. Uh, Dan, one bloke whose name is not on the run sheet, but I've just seen his name on the team sheet is TPJ. Are you still an owner? No, no, got rid of him. To beat a Pangai Jr. A long time ago. Uh, very disappointing year for TPJ um, in a side that was going terrible. And, yeah, just still st- – I mean, he's an easy just stay well clear. Irrelevant, super yep. catch irrelevant. Good for people. I think a few people still might own him. Really? So um, a bit of a pod option if you, Definitely if you do a pod option. But claim. from what I've seen this year, he, he doesn't interest me whatsoever. Yep. Um Chris Cody Walker for the bunnies. You're a, you're a proud owner. I, I, imagine. I am. I am. And having you know a serious look at captaining in this week. Um, I, wow. Yeah, the dogs. Did you captain him last I week? I didn't. I didn't. I went deal bags. Um, oh yeah, chasing. Yeah, chasing. Yes. Yes, aren't we? But um, look with Latrell back in that side, it, he just looked happier because yeah, he's looked grumpy and. Frustrated I, all season. I thought the big thing for him in that game was that Ilias got knocked out in the first thirty seconds, um, and that so Ilias couldn't demand any ball. So Nickarino yeah. was kind of just feeding Cody, um, and they weren't playing that structured right hand setup that they like to do with Ilias. Yeah. So that meant that that Cody was obvious, and obviously he had a few other things going right as well. I I couldn't possibly captain him this week with so many good captain options: Pappenhausen, Manu, Fafida. Um, just too many other like he's Cody's still a, a, a could go thirty for sure this week. Um, so look, I'm going to hold him one more week, and then I'm going to he'll get a little price rise this week too. Hopefully, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully it's a good mm. score, and then and then I'm going to turn him into Teddy next week. Is my plan? Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes that makes complete sense. I I'm probably holding. I, I've sort of I've sort of thought about it when I brought him in. I can't remember what. The, the context of it was, but it was basically I've just decided I was going against Munster and um, yep. that was the call I made to go with him and Brown um, with, with probably the hope that a few jumped off and, and he becomes, you know, that third or fourth option, so not as many own. He's also an easy – now he's got the big score in his rolling average. If he kind of starts to not work out yeah. um, with their tougher draw, he's easy to move on to a Munster or a, or a, um, or a drinky or whoever. Yeah. So. You'll have a couple of, or even a pod. Who knows? Yeah. Mm. I think um, you'll be moving him on at some knows? stage, regardless. Um, 
it's been this probably in hindsight looking back i've laid south all year and it's been to my detriment so um you know now is you know you reckon yeah yeah definitely i don't think they've been that good i don't think they've been that good super coach wise have they? well maybe it's just you know watching wise you know that that game on the weekend there were 70 points in it um and i had zero mm. players between knights and south so it's tough to watch uh but you know buy around yeah but yeah um I don't know, Cody, Campbell Graham, AJ, any of those would have been great buys at, at stages through the year. So, um, I haven't enjoyed owning Cody like a, a great no, weekend. No, yeah, but apart from it the hasn't weekend, been yeah. fun. Mm. Koala Matangi is the other one there, so I bought him in. I'm selling him this week. Um, yeah, he's I've, not been much fun. I, owning I, him. I've got him as well, and. Um, it was. I wasn't going to, but um, after all the Fafita and Olakawatu talk, why have the Audi Olakawatu when you can get the Olakawatu? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, he has been frustrating. So long and farewell. Yeah. Oh, Audi. <laughs> Audi Ola. Audi Ola. Uh, Dan, the other one worth having a chat about, very relevant uh, cookie, so back from origin, probably – your only other option there at hooker. Yeah, so Damien Cook, how'd you get? You got 28 minutes for Origin on uh, on Wednesday, so he'll be backing up and he'll be fine. Uh, it's shown he's been really consistent this year. I um, I bought in Harry Grant a few weeks back, thinking um, he would he would get a few hundreds, but he's gone absolutely terrible, and I was really regretting not bringing in Cookie at that stage. So. Uh, I think he's a really decent purchase still at, uh, what is he, 670K or? Yeah. So decent purchase, holding for the year. And my theory is that he's now going to be pushing for that World Cup selection for Australia. Uh, He's going to have to have a big back end of the season. So uh, do you reckon he is? I reckon he's out. I reckon he's shot. I reckon he's no. Yeah, I think he's in big trouble. He's going to need to play unbelievably well. Yeah, I mean, I reckon Appy's got him. Co- I reckon Appy's got that second slot ooh, covered, off, off and then the and then they'll and then they'll carry they'll carry uh, Hunt as well. Yeah, I don't. That's yep. what I would go for. I'd say Hunt is his biggest rival for the bench spot. Oh, I think they. I don't know how much. Just, I mean, if if it's a sixty-four man squad, Cookie will probably make it. But yeah. I, don't I think know it's a thirty. They'll, they'll probably have to take a few because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But but you know yeah, either, yeah. either way train on train on, way, train he's, on squad he's, guaranteed, he's nearly guaranteed now eighty minutes I think Havili's on the bench for that hooker and cover but he's never really gone on to play hooker uh, so yeah. I think he's guaranteed eighty they've got a win they've got as well. a win he's yeah. he's he's going to be fine they got, they got Cody on the bench too though um, but I don't yeah who Cody Nickarima ah <laughs> sorry not Cody, Cody Walker. Walker yeah Nick Cody Nick. Um, <laughs> So he could do a job there, but he might. They might like if they're going well on the. No, weekend. they said they've said they said he's Dimitri said Nicarima will never play hooker. Yeah, that okay. Sounds. Like not like that's not what they bought him for. Yeah, sweet. Oh. Fierce to the right, inside. Oh, Bateman, Bateman. Yes, yes, Canberra. Let's. That's all the games. So I think I feel like we could have talked forever on these on this Supercoach this week. There's so much to talk through, but in the interest of time, it, the people will probably have enough. And it's also we are, we're going to only have a tight window into games this week. But um, quick game of who would you rather to finish? So, uh, Chris, would you rather uh, would you rather be the uh, the who would you rather bees or who would you rather buy? 
Ooh. option this week. I'll go the sensible way this week. I'll go the I'll go the who would I rather uh, buy this week. All right, all right, all right, Dan. We'll start with you all then. Right. Uh, this this is uh, not so much for this week, but probably for next week. Um, who would you rather be, uh, Joey Manu or Val Holmes? I, I think that's one of the toughest ones we've ever had. Both are easily both are good. It's, it's beautiful. Good looking blokes. Uh, both absolutely killing it in, roosters. The, in the world of NRL and Supercoach. Uh, Val's played NFL. Val's played NFL. Uh, I think he. I mean. Not that he'd struggle in Sydney and in in, in Bondi when he's going out, but I think Val basically has a pick of him in Townsville. Uh, just probably just probably Val's not enough. Married with kids. Probably just not enough. Married with kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is, is Manu married? Can't keep is a good Manu, NRL. Can't Manu keep a good NRL. Married, I think I'll, I'll go Joey Manu. He's probably guaranteed a few brown paper bags nah, at the I end mean, of his it's career not, it's as not, well, so... It's also not only about future person. It's like you know, you get you inherit all their experience and life experience and and um, you know everything they've been yeah, through. Joey, as well. Joey Manu so, could be a late NFL bloomer. Never know. Probably Joey Manu. I'll tell you what. Talking NFL for a sec. Surely Matty Burton's got a, oh, a punting contract. Has to. It's my favorite part <laughs> of just of of the show. Of the weekend, of videos. Just seeing his bombs. Unbelievable. It's the greatest. Yeah. He said he shouldn't. He didn't have any. Yeah. Couldn't throw a punch. You should have thrown a few fly kicks in there. That would have been would have been lethal. <laughs> Kicked him out of the stadium. <laughs> so where 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 are you landing? The, where are you landing the Joey Manu? Dan? Done. Joey Manu, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, I, I, I'll go Manu too. Okay. Not super, bad. Super but, coach. God, I'd love to be Val. Get on. <laughs> um, super coach. Christopher. Super coach. I'm actually going to go my boy Val. Um, with their with their run home goal kicking in a top four team. He's, there's some points there, so and he's not as heavily priced, I don't think. So yep. um, definitely not as heavily owned either. So yeah, Val for me, super coach wise. Yep, like it. Second up, Dan Teddy versus Latrell for that second fullback slot. Who would you uh, who would you rather be? Uh, I'd rather be Teddy. I feel Teddy is much much more protected, controversially. So you know, Squid James got wrapped up for weeks. You know, if if Latrell Mitchell comes out and does something like that, he's he's banned for the season or something. You know, so That's definitely a really good point. definitely blanket. <laughs> there's a blanket over Teddy. Uh, you know, unbelievable. He, he's on on the uh, on Bondi Beach, just having swims in the morning, just loving life on a good package. Yeah, hard to argue there. Uh, Chris, uh, super coach. Um, this is closer than I thought it'd be. Usually, I'd just go Teddy without really thinking, but Latrell. Um, has started really, really good coming back from injury. But, uh, yeah, Teddy for me is one of the greats. Yeah, I'll go Teddy too, I think. Uh, next up, Dan, we have uh, – so this, is, this isn't this is for this week again. This is for uh, the run home. So when they're – probably next week, Cam Murray versus David Fafita. I think I know where you're going here, but – Yeah, look, I don't know. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is this – is, this is, sorry. Who would, Who would you rather, rather be? be? I mean – Somehow, I, I don't think he's that good looking, but everyone else seems to think he's a good looking, good looking rooster, Cam Murray. He's a bit he's got a, something he's, awkward about him, right? He's got, but, got about his you know, eyes and brow. It's or not, something it's like. not me that's judging, you know. It's, he's, I wish it's, I looked like it's just gonna say, you blokes don't own a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's poor, poor David Fafita. I reckon he cops way too much. Um, obviously, you know always gets touted as being overpriced for what he's on. 
But still, he's on the Gold yeah. Coast on million plus a season. You know, if he if he ignores the papers, he's probably having a good life. Uh, so I will probably say Cam Murray. I'm gonna go Cam. I would. I'm just gonna try. I'm gonna go Cam Murray. Like when David Fafetti got arrested in Bali that time, there's just a bit going on there. I just don't think I don't think I could handle being David Fafetti. Fair enough, uh, Chris. Uh, who would you who would you rather buy? Look, Super Coach wise for the run home. For, yeah, for the run home. Um, look, it's sort of do you, do you play it safe and just be happy with whatever Cam Murray's going to dish up for the rest of the year, or do you get that potential diamonds out of Dave Fafita? So, I tend to think it'd be David Fafita just for that Ooh. that ceiling. He could eat like he could go Burko. Yep. And where I'm placed, if if I want to have a decent crack, I've probably got to think that way. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it'd be David Fafita for me. It's a tricky one at your position. Like, are you gunning for the top two hundred, or are you, or are you trying to maintain your top thousand for the key ring? Well, you want a um, key ring. I just want to add it to the ones in the garage. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the only season I finished top thousand, they didn't do key rings for some some reason. Oh. So I'm I'm filthy. So I got to I want it. Yeah. If I don't finish top, I'm not coming back next year. If I don't finish top thousand, this oh, year that is, from two seventy seven. I think you'll be alright. I'll be de- I'll be devastated. <laughs> but like now you get the whole kit and caboodle, the socks and everything. I believe so. You know, <laughs> in the top better thousand. Get a KFC, better get a KFC voucher too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last but definitely not least, Dan. Who would you rather be, Joey Tarpany or? Hamale Olakawatu. Uh, I think it's all about location, location, location. Manly, Manly Beach versus <laughs> deep, the depth of Canberra. I think Chris has been out to, and Kaz has been out to Canberra a few times. It's not, not the most exciting place. It's not great. To, yeah, to be in, let alone to live. So, I will say, uh, big. I mean, I love Big Ola anyway. So, Big Ola for me. Look, I I'm not sure about um, Olakawatu's vaccination status, but. I know that Joey, we've spoken about this a lot during the season. Joey does research, so I just don't want to have to do that research. <laughs> I'm sticking with Olakawatu big time there. What an, what an animal. Chris, who, who do you rather for Supercoach? This is really hard. Yeah, it is really hard because uh, we looked at his numbers recently before. Um, Joey's been killing it. Um, but, um, yeah, I love Ola. It's Ola for me. But it's a lot tighter than I would have thought it would have been. But Ola. Yeah. I think yeah. – if if uh, um if dual status wasn't relevant, big Ola all day, but yeah. it's happening at the front yeah, row yeah. forward. That makes it hard. I yeah, I mean I would be if you had to pick right now two two of the two front row forwards, who would you want? And for me it would be IPAP IPAP I, and Tappany easily. Yeah. I could really use Tappany as well, given I've got Max King. That would really yeah. So if you if you well. don't have those three a decent three front row forward rotation, um I would probably I would probably go Tapané over Big Ola. Monster Pod tonight, gents. Thank you very much for your efforts, um, and best of luck in round eighteen. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thanks, boys. And Dan, enjoy the rest of your beautiful sunny yes, London thank day. You. All Thanks, the best, Maddie. I'm glad we got to talk about Origin too. There, that was. Uh... Yeah, yeah, we never quite got to it. Just ran out of time. Imagine how long we would have gone. <laughs> two, two and a half hours. Freddie out. Freddie out. All right. <laughs> you beauty. <laughs>